make you the host. <gasps> wow. Oh, I am the host now. And we're recording. Welcome to this week's Read This Next with Laura and Nicole. She's back. <laughs> I can't, I'm excited because the other two were great, but I missed you. Oh, well, thank you. I miss doing it. It's fun. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, okay, so our topic this week, we are broadly doing graphic novels. I'm sure another time we'll probably do a deeper dive into like a specific genre of uh, yeah. graphic novels, but this one is more general. I'm going to do, just before we go any further, just a quick little definition rundown of what a graphic novel is, because not everyone knows exactly. Um, so graphic novel, it doesn't even, it's a little bit misleading because it doesn't even necessarily mean that it is a novel. Mm -hmm. um, what it's referring to really is the format and what it, what that format is, is basically a story that's being told with, um, you know, with, with pictures and text. It's as basic as that. Um, when comics started becoming more mainstream, some authors wanted to be taken more seriously. And a way to do that was by calling it a graphic novel because it sounds fancier. And, you know, people thought, well, comics are like Archie comics or newspaper comic strips. So we need to call it something else so that people know that we're special and important. Mm -hmm. And it did work. Um, so it's sort of a, it was more of a branding thing. But really, when it comes down to it, um, anything that is telling a story with like a... Um, a story with with pictures and text it is a comic bottom line um yeah so it really is is more of a format um than anything else so what that means is that there's there's graphic novels that are um nonfiction, like quite mm -hmm. a few of them and there's graphic novels that are biographies um graphic novels that are like textbooks and like there's all different kinds so it's really um that's an important thing to remember with graphic novels is that it doesn't it's not necessarily going to be a novel story. It might be something else. Yeah. Yeah. I tend to just call them comics these days. Um, you know, take away the stigma of comics. It's a comic. That's okay. Comics yeah. are great. It's like capital L literature versus fiction. Right? It's the fancy pants. Yeah. Calling it a graphic novel, but it's okay. It's a comic and that's okay. It's a comic. And you know what? Archie Comics are pretty good. I would qualify those as graphic novels. If the people are like capital L literature, everything's good. Archie comics have, um, I, you know, they have some real longevity. They do. And they have some serious storylines nowadays. Like, have you read the Kevin Keller one? Like, yeah, they're good. They are good. <laughs> anyway, so that's just before we get going. If so, if you think, you know, oh, graphic novels or comics, this isn't going to interest me at all. Um, we suggest that you stay tuned because um, mm -hmm. there, there's quite a lot more to, to the format of graphic novels than you may be aware. Mm -hmm. There's every genre within graphic novels that are, they just got more pictures. That's all. That's all. You'll like it. <laughs> all right. So let's hop into our highlights. I think yours is first so you can get started. Okay. So the first one, it's actually... Um, there's more than one book, but that's okay. It's because it is a series. I have book two here and book three. Book one is actually currently checked out. Um, and what this is, it's a, it's a biography, autobiography, because it's written by the, the man whose life it is, but then he also wrote it with two other people. He has an illustrator and someone else as well. Um, and it is about the Congressman John Lewis. 
he was an American congressman who he passed away in the summer. And it was, you may have heard about it at the time. He was a really well-known civil rights leader, um, had been involved in all sorts of basically the entire civil rights movement from the 1960s um, and through his life had gone through, experienced so many different things and helped improve so many things um, in America, a really significant life and really interesting life. Um, and so you can read all about it in these biographies. I don't, I don't believe he wrote, uh, I, I may be wrong, I don't believe he wrote a full like prose autobiography. Mm -hmm. So this might be the best way to learn about his life. Um, yeah, if you're, if you're interested in the civil rights movement in the States, this is a really great place to start. Very entertaining and also uh, very informative. So that's my first, my first highlight. I love it. Uh, our second highlight is actually a, it's classified as a children's graphic novel, but that doesn't mean the themes and the topic aren't appropriate for everybody of all ages. Like, Lumber Jeans, for example, is a children's graphic novel, but it's for everybody. Everybody should read it. But the one that we're highlighting today is called El Defo by C.C. Bell. Um, and it's really cute. Here's the cover. I'll insert it there. Um, so all the characters in it are bunnies. And it's, it's based off the author's, um, loosely based off the author's real experiences. Um, so I'll just read it. Starting in a new school is scary, and even more so with a giant hearing aid strapped to your chest. At her old school, everyone in Cece's class was deaf. Here, she's different. She is sure the kids are staring at the phonic ear, the powerful hearing aid that will help her hear her teacher. Too bad it also seems to too bad it also seems certain to repel potential friends. And then Cece makes a startling discovery. With a phonic ear, she can hear the teacher not just in the classroom, but anywhere her teacher is in school. In the hallway, in the teacher's lounge, in the bathroom. This is power. <laughs> it's cute, right? Um, but the funny thing about being a superhero is that it's just another way of feeling different and lonely. Can Cece channel her powers into finding the thing she wants the most? A true friend. A true friend. Yeah. So it's about superheroes and being deaf and getting a hearing aid, which is pretty cool. And it's, uh, the, the images look really um, whimsical, like not like cartoony, like not like Batman cartoony. They look more like gentle, which I kind of like. Yeah, there's kind of been, um, there's a real movement in the graphic novels for kids towards memoirs. There's tons, there's so many good ones. So if you have young people in your life who enjoy Raina Talgemeier's books, <clears throat> she wrote Smile and Guts um, and Sisters. This is another, this is another good one that they would probably enjoy if you wanted to pass their way. Mm -hmm. Those are all good ones too. Oh, they are. <laughs> there's lots of good stuff. Shall I do my other... Yes, please. Okay. So this book is gigantic. Ooh, that's a, that's a thick book. That's a yeah. telephone book. It is. <laughs> and it's called My Favorite Thing is Monsters. Right? I love it. Doesn't it look fun already? Mm -hmm. um, this book came out a couple years ago and um, won a bunch of awards. It won three, I believe, Eisner Awards, which is basically the comic industry's Oscars. Mm -hmm. uh, nominated for a Hugo um, it's a mystery and it's really gorgeous. I just wanted to show you that there's like full page spreads. Oh, this is someone being murdered. So maybe I won't <laughs> 
quickly. It is a mystery. But so you can see that there's like full page spreads. And then there's ones that have more, um, more what you think is a traditional graphic mm. novel. Um, this is someone who really uses the, really uses the whole page to tell the story. Instead of just it being broken up into different panels, when it's something that is like significant or important, you can tell because it's going to take over the whole page, like really uses all aspects of the graphic novel form to tell the story, which I always think is uh, really interesting, mm -hmm. um, sort of dark, mystery, supernatural, um, really interesting book. And I'm sure, you know, not quite like you, something else you've read before, <laughs> most people, um, but definitely worth reading. That's by Emil Ferris. And uh, yeah, very, very, very well respected in the graphic novel comics community, that book, and a real delight. A delight. A delight. Um, speaking of well-respected books, uh, the, the one that I was going to do was American Born Chinese, which is, uh, I'll throw the cover up here because I didn't bring the book, um, but it's by Jean Luen Yang. Um, I read this one in... I can't remember what the class was called, but in university we did like a graphic novels course and it was really, it's really good. It's about um, uh, this kid named Jin Wang and all, he moves to um, America and gets a new school and he's not really fitting in because everyone has these stereotypes that they believe are true about ch Chinese people and the comic also introduces another character who is his cousin who is a, a very clearly a caricature of all these stereotypes that that people have decided are going to be what Chinese people are mm -hmm. um, and it then it also includes like the Chinese folklore about the monkey king I think I talked about this like two weeks ago about the how <laughs> I, I don't know. I think the Monkey King is cool. Um, so I'll just read you that part because that's where I t forget a little bit of the plot. Okay, so born to rule over all the monkeys in the world, the story of the Monkey King is one of the oldest and greatest Chinese fables. Adored by his subjects, master of the arts of Kung Fu, he is the most powerful monkey on earth. But the Monkey King doesn't want to be a monkey. He wants to be hailed as a god. <laughs> uh, so that, that comes into play. It's like three storylines kind of going and merging together at the same time, which is really cool. And they have um, parallels and then they meet. Um, but the, the, the stereotyped Asian-American, his name is Chin Ki, and he's ruining the main character's uh, life, whose name's Danny. Sure. Um, yeah, so these three apparently unrelated tales come together with an unexpected twist in a modern fable that is hilarious, poignant, and action-packed. Um, and this one has won a lot of awards, or at least been nominated for them um as well it's good it's good it's read it and he has some other ones too um the author that are also apparently very good i haven't read them but they he's got a lot going on he's very good at what he does he was recently um one of the ambassadors for children's literature okay so, yes quite big deal big name um and he's also um an own voices author right mm -hmm. he's um he is a chinese american writer so pulling from his own experiences. 
That happens a lot in graphic novels. It really does. Yeah. I yes. wonder I wonder why. Hmm. <laughs> Someone study this and then in the comments give us a a thesis and like a full five body paragraph essay about why this happens. Or I'll go look it up on JSTOR later. <laughs> One or the other. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that was it for our highlights. I believe that is correct. So let's go into the recommendations. All right. Our personal recommendations. I'm going to ask you to go first because mine kind of builds off yours a little. Sounds good. I originally was going to recommend Romeo and or Juliet by Ryan North. And then patients told me that that's not a graphic novel. And I was like, but it has pictures in it. And she's like, it's not a graphic novel. And in the library, we don't classify it as a graphic novel. But go read it anyway, because it's great. It's a choose your own adventure, Romeo and Juliet, or you can read the real thing. It, it gives you both options. It is delightful. I would, I mean, just to make it more complicated, that is a hybrid. Yeah, thank you. Okay, so I wasn't wrong. I could have no. used it as my recommendation. <laughs> We'll, we'll include it. We'll include it. Yes. Okay, in the, so check in that the blog one post. <laughs> yeah, and I think that one's by, it's by Ryan North, but Noelle Stevenson does the art. Yeah. That, yeah. that wouldn't surprise me. Mm -hmm. She does um, Lumberjanes and Nanoma too. Yes, she does. Is that right? Nanoma? Nimona. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's how it's spelled. <laughs> Nimona. Kind of rhymes with Ramona. Mm. Hmm. That makes sense. I have read that in the entire time in my head. It was Nanoma. <laughs> <laughs> That's harder to say. I know. I was like, why would she write this as the name? <laughs> uh, I did that with Hermione too. Oh, yikes. Um, okay. So my first one is, or no, I guess my only recommendation aside from the highlights is called Step Aside Pops, which is Hark a Vagrant number two. Oh, you pulled it. Oh, is that I your did pull it. Yes. Step aside, it's pops. Really Look good. at that sassy, sassy lady. Oh, she has another one, which I think is called Harkabay Grant. Do you have that one too? Yeah. Sure do. <laughs> I really liked both of them, but I read the second one first. Yeah. And I think I liked it more than the first one. It's basically, for, for people who haven't read it, they're really short, like one page, sometimes a few pages, um, panels of usually funny retellings of classic literature yeah the secret, secret garden thing. see there you go panels in this one yeah classic literature or like sherlock holmes i nancy think nancy drew nancy drew oh, really and like american <laughs> like famous people as well and they're so funny uh if you like Honestly, if you like anything, but if you're an English major or you really like reading classics and or you know a lot about history, pick yeah. these up because it's it's such a funny way to interpret history. <laughs> but yeah, check them both out. We have both of them, obviously. Um, I don't think she's written any. Oh, no, she has kids books. Yes, she's also done some kids books. And I believe she has other projects she is working on. I love it. Yeah. yeah, I think that one leads well into yours because I, I believe it. Well, I'll let you explain. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I was looking at different comics, which are which one I wanted to talk about. And I thought I would talk about a whole bunch by grouping them in a category. So um, if you spend any time at all on the internet, on Facebook or any social media platform, 
um, you'll notice that there's lots of comics that tend to travel around often um, you know some that are strips but also a lot of like one panel simple comics um, and many of those web comics um, are published in collections in actual print collections and we've been buying some of those and Hark a Vagrant was originally a webcomic um, I believe it is still actually archived um, mm -hmm. online you could read through the whole thing if you but why would you do that when you could read it in a book support but your library <laughs> it is there um, but uh, yeah so there's a few different um, comics and styles that you've probably seen before um, this author Liz Cle Climo. Yeah. She's, um, this book is called Lobster is the Best Medicine. And they're really cute, sweet little comics about friendship between animals. Um, and just cute little drawings. You know, there's, <laughs> there's um, bunnies, lizards, uh, giraffes, tiny birds, ducks, lots of bears, um, and just little kind of slice of life comments comics um yeah lots of fun very charming uh, mm -hmm. and i bet if you go through it you will have seen some of them before oh definitely so, if yeah. you're a tumblr user you're for sure tumblr. yes you will have <laughs> seen those before um similarly other ones that i feel like people would have encountered in the wild uh heart and brain by awkward yeti there's i think three of these collections that we have but anytime you've seen a little comic and it's a heart and a brain or sometimes I know the stomach gets involved oh, love the um, stomach. having conversations <laughs> with each other it's by this guy um, you can see in this on the cover we've got the brain trying to move towards adult responsibilities and the heart running off towards utter nonsense <laughs> <laughs> so very relatable and these ones are full color panel comics mm -hmm. um, very funny the stomach is the most relatable the of them, in my opinion. Very relatable. <sighs> and then when they drink coffee and you're like, yeah, that is it. That's exactly what happens. <laughs> yeah. It's super fun. So um, you've ever seen just one of those and thought, oh, I had a laugh. That's funny. You can read more. Uh, here's another one. Sarah Scribbles. Mm -hmm. That again, you know, very distinctive. You've probably seen her around <laughs> and this is one that is um a bit of a I think they're mostly autobiographical like her name is Sarah the series called Sarah Scribbles don't want to assume anything <laughs> but it was probably mostly autobiographical. maybe <laughs> and yeah just funny again slice of life everyday life um good time comics um and then there's also ones that are uh a little bit more um not they did they do not just web comics this guy tom gold you're all just jealous of my jetpack <laughs> he actually does comics i believe for the um like he does the one panel comics for the new yorker on occasion mm. one of their artists um and he tends to do um comics about again history literature technology um less slice of life stuff and more um sort of big topics but again very funny very funny indeed um let's see what else just there's also poorly drawn lines a classic um, it's hard to see but yeah again maybe recognizable there's a bunch more you can read the pigeon is in that one if you if you've ever seen a poorly drawn line pigeon you will recognize it from that um this is an older one 
this book, but um, I wanted to share it just because, you know, it's particularly relevant to our interests. Um, this is an unshelved collection. I love those. <laughs> I follow uh, them on Instagram. <laughs> right? Unshelved is lots of fun. This one collection is called Too Much Information. And um, it is set in a library. So it's staff, um, you know, reoccurring characters are staff and then some regular patrons and just kind of the sort of things that happen day to day. <laughs> sort of questions people ask, um, sort of issues that might pop up. Yeah. Uh, lots of fun. And yes, still carries on. Like this book is, is not recent. Um, it's from 2012 and he is still, like there's still new comics coming out today. Mm -hmm. um, I believe the illustrator has changed perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's changed twice. Okay. So, but I feel like it's the same. Gene Ambaum is still the same guy. So. Um, I have, in fact, <laughs> I have, in fact, met him, and he is delightful and charming. <laughs> <laughs> you meet all the cool authors. You know what? And you know where I meet them all? I meet them all at the Toronto Comic Arts Festival. That's where it's, I met him, too. That's, that's not happening this year. No, no it would have happened not in May. Dang, that would have been cool online, too, but. I know. I know. So we'll, we'll see um, if it's back again next year. Who knows? Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Um, so all of those are sort of more um, complex illustrations. Um, but as I have made the point before, because I've, I've talked to some classes about graphic novels and comic strips, and I've said, you know, you don't actually have to be good at drawing to, to do, to, to start writing comics. And people are like, oh, sure, you know, like you have to. <laughs> at least be able to do something, you know, to get some, because you have to have expressions or you have to be able to do something like don't, you gotta be like, be serious. And I say, no, like you really don't, you really don't have to be good at drawing. <laughs> yeah. 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 This is uh, a comic. There's another one. It's all stick figures. I love it. Um, and surprisingly expressive stick figures with no faces. So there's not even that coming on them. Um, he does also do some other, you know, here's a, here's a graph and that's a comic. <laughs> um, it's marked profanity usage by cause. And the big, the big chunk of the graph is from Mario Kart. <laughs> mm. Mario Kart gets really competitive. Yeah. So, um, Yes, you don't have to. Uh, you don't have to be a good artist to start writing comics. Um, and this is another comics artist that in certain circles of the internet, you would definitely have seen. Um, he has a really famous one where um, someone has a room full of those kids play balls, you know, and you can like jump into a playpen. Well, you can, ball pit. You, there you go. <laughs> it's a word for it. It's a ball pit. Um, he's got a really famous one where you like open the door to an apartment, the stick figure does, and there's, it's full of those little balls. And he's like, what is happening? And the other character says, well, we're the adults now and we get to decide what that means. <laughs> That's and cute. He's like, okay, jump into the ball pit. <laughs> Yay. I've Yay. seen one where I, most of the people underneath comment it, like it just zooms in on like the stick figure's head. There's no expression. And they're like, I know exactly what the stick figure's feeling. Right? <laughs> like it's, it's surprisingly, um, he manages to get quite a lot across. Mm -hmm. Very simple illustrations. Uh, yeah. So that's XKCD. Um, He's been online again, another one who's been online for a long time. We've got the collection. He also has a really fun book called um, 
<laughs> called, it's like serious answers to ridiculous hypothetical scientific questions. So like how much would a, what would happen if everyone in the world jumped at the same time? That sort of thing. Genuinely curious. Genuinely curious. So these are genuine scientific answers to absurd mm. hypothetical questions. And he's got comics in there and then answers. Again, lots of fun. <laughs> um, I'll just flash through a couple more. Cat versus human. Mm -hmm. You can see that's relevant to my interest. <laughs> um, and then we do have some of the classic collections of what you might think of, of what are like newspaper comic strips of the past, right? So we've got like for better or for worse collections. Garfield. Um, Garfield, Charlie Brown, Snoopy. Um, the Oatmeal, that's another one that you would recognize if you saw it. It definitely pops up online all the time. Uh, yeah, so that's what I wanted to show you, that a lot of the times those little comics that you see and have a laugh, um, various places on social media, they actually have many times been collected um, into prose books, and we have been buying the popular ones as they come out. That's just some of them. We have many more. Mm -hmm. um, so we'll, I'll have a list of those in the, in the um, episode notes so that you can place holes on them, check them out as you like. They're lots of fun. That's one thing about a lot of these, the comic strips, um, they're going to be more entertaining and funny because they're kind of originally created to be digestible online. So there's generally not a huge ongoing narrative. Sometimes there is, but very often they're just piece by piece, yeah. funny little things, which makes them kind of perfect to dip in and out of. Mm -hmm. And especially if you've been finding that you have a hard time concentrating right now these days with for who knows what reason that everything and just life um but you might enjoy something light that you can just kind of jump into read a couple comics and then you will of course need to show your friends because it'll be funny and then you know read a couple more and and then you've read a book <laughs> so, they're fast reads which is nice yes yeah so that's what i wanted to share for my um for my my recommendation my picks for i love week. it there's a whole mini genre within graphic novels. Yeah. Web comics, they're called. Web, yeah, the OG, the, the new version of newspaper comics. Exactly, mm -hmm. exactly. Tons of them are out there. So we just have a couple to get you started. Yeah. All right. Uh, that is everything. Thank you so much for joining us again on Read This Next. You can see us uh friday i always forget what day we have this on fridays at 2 p.m on facebook or youtube um you'll see our title card with all the details don't forget to check out our show notes on tbplofftheshelf.com and yeah we will see you all next week okay bye bye, bye.